Hello and welcome to Films and Swear in episode 14. I am your host, Stuart Sutherland. As a... What? I was going to... I've lost it. <laughs> I was going to say, joining me from his house, Andrew Walker. No, I'm not joining you. Exactly. That's why I stumbled and dropped the ball yeah. trying to figure the right way to describe that. My co-host, your co-host for this evening. Yes. Me. Aye. Aye. Yeah. So yes. Aye. Second instalment of the Black and White Movie Month. Yep. Aye. Aye. So we're taking a lighter note this week. Aye. Have you think Psycho's supposed to be serious? I know a stark raging comedy of how badness films are made. Enough of that. Fuck you. We'll agree to disagree. No. So this week we're talking about Young Frankenstein from director Mel Brooks. Yep. 1974. But before we get to the film, what's new with you? Um, I'm in the process of building a PC. Right. Um, I've ordered stuff off the Amazon. Good place. Oh, I wish they would sponsor us, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. uh, that's what I'm doing. Just slowly like, collecting parts and then building this monster here on PC. Okay. You built one before? No. Do you know how to build one? No. I will learn. <laughs> Just in case you're plugging cables into it. I've cables. bought the mouse and the monitor. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Yes. <laughs> um. What are you doing then, you're funny? No much. They like, obviously were away at the weekend. Where? Sure. We were in Birmingham. No, weren't we? We're in Birmingham. Aye. Not I, Birmingham! I, you fucking dirty Yankee bastard. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Say it I've, I've explained I can't even say it. Is Birmingham. It, it's either Birmingham. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. But that's that that's you're correct. Pronouncing the G. Birmingham. You're not meant to. Birmingham. Birmingham. It's Birmingham. Aye. So yes, we did survive the car journey to and from the Hollywood Babylon show live at the O2 Arena in Birmingham. Although someone didn't. Oh, the Polish rushing about and. Us stuck in a fucking traffic jam for 20 minutes. Someone died there. Uh, well, shit happens. Oh, could have been just a homeless, who cares? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wild animals running on the road. The stain of society. <laughs> but yeah, that was actually it was a fun a fun wee trip. Yeah. The drive, the drive down wasn't excruciating. No. It didn't seem like about six hours each way. Oh, didn't it? Oh. I, well, felt, I think I fell asleep so I didn't I I have a long I was sleeping I felt like I've spent longer times on trains ah, so I was thinking the train couldn't have been much Aye, ah, train trip, like the times we've travelled to London and things it's always been about 4 hours 5 yeah. at the most Yeah. whereas that's felt a lot longer than in the sexual journey in the car aye so. it's maybe just the stop offs and shit breaks up aye. get to stretch your legs good to see a fucking random Helicopter in a car park, <laughs> and not just a wee shitty helicopter, a big bastard army one. Mm. They were selling coffee though, mm. so they could have been going past and just saw like a giant Starbucks symbol. Oh shit! Like on a helipad. Mm. Drop. 
Because they missed the helipad and just got in the car park. Uh, Probably think I'm a disabled space as well. Probably. Fucking. Commandos. Uh, Liberating bastards. <laughs> um, but I, the, the actual show was pretty good. Yeah. And it was actually they pub- published the podcast as well. I thought. You thought it was going to be all shitty. Yeah. Exactly. They recorded like four episodes of Hollywood Babylon like, in four days. They're. So I, I, I'd imagine they're not going to release all four of them. Yeah, they're just going to be so. talking about maybe the same stories, or they'll be waiting for someone new to die today so they could talk about it just to yeah. mix shit up. So imagine they've probably done it as like rainy day podcasts. Yeah. Like oh shit, we can't do one this week. Here's one for our like UK tour. Mm-hmm. So we were the lucky ones. Aye, we got late first. Damn right. Over Dublin. Fucking cunts got a single. What the fuck. <laughs> Alright. That's why we got picked because it's. Ah, oh, yeah, the, the crowd. Like fuck. And this fucking mouthy broads. Oh, they dirty fucking. God rest his fucking soul! They dirty scouse <laughs> bastards. <laughs> so, aye. It was a good show, and. Like, one thing I've never thought of doing is, like, being one of these folks that hang about at the back door waiting for the person yeah. to leave. Yeah, he was just leave. The fuck it, back to the hotel. A bag of chips, tin of juice. Mm. Good night. Him for a rum. <laughs> <laughs> let's fuck these sheets up. So let's give him a reason to wash tomorrow. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> right. <laughs> so aye, uh, I was pretty good. Like once, like they were eventually coaxed out of the building. Yeah. Like getting pictures taken with like Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith mm. was pretty. Mewes cool. came out for a fucking a cigarette and. <laughs> Silly bastard went out the wrong door. <laughs> he should have went out the front door where there's no cunt standing. Uh, just fucking waves of fucking zombified people trying to get fucking photos with him. Mm-hmm. Pushing copies of like Batman 66 at him. Mm. Like, I've got nothing to do with the book! Stop <laughs> it! Signing legs. Yeah, which was cool. Yep. Did an all fours to fucking scribbling on somebody's leg. <laughs> and yeah, and then it was a bit of like an hour later, Kevin eventually left. I and did feel like I knew. I think it was all that. Aye, I felt for but it was, ages. The, it was the amount of time like we stood there and the same homeless person kept coming in the room. There's like a bus on a route. Aye. It just kept stopping off as us. Like, you got any change yet? <laughs> nah, are we going to start asking for you? This <laughs> is not like a pyramid scheme. It's like, right, <laughs> I'll go find you some change if you fuck off. Aye. And then they all fucking cunts coming down the road. <laughs> I thought you said he was your friend <laughs> oh there's none like I, I got to that point where you stand along, standing around for that long is like I always see what the fucking homeless people are arguing about uh, <laughs> you fucking but I um, again it was like a mad rush when Kevin came out an alternative door yeah it was that was just like zombies on a fat boy just, <laughs> 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 just <laughs> <laughs> yeah they all just fucking lunged at him and uh, surprisingly I thought it was just a case of him diving into the minivan and they're I out of there it, but he was there for a good 20 minutes oh I just signing and like as we said like the boy's like a machine like he's obviously he's, he expects this he knows how to handle the crowd he'll get yeah. people in position for their photos get them to check the photo to see if they're happy with it move them along yeah. and he's also like doing the production line signing books passing books back because obviously the Batman 66 oh, book is between him and Garman. Ralph Garman who was like just taking a wee seat in the back yeah. I think he was a wee bit spooked by like just <laughs> the amount of people aye so maybe Ireland were like a wee bit laid back and said oh fuck them 
<laughs> Fuck Norse boys. I know. I don't I think every time I see Ireland in the news, it's not for good things. Yeah, it's usually for bombing and exactly. Rape. So, like, I'm going to be surprised if they got treated the same. Yeah, explosion. We fucking love you, petrol bomb. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stay here forever, petrol bomb. Keep my liquor flame. I want to see you something else other than Mrs. Brown's boys. Oh. Please, <laughs> don't leave. I hate that There's only so many times I could watch the movie. That has to be one of it. That has to be shite. I've no kind of no shame, but it can't be good. Number one in the UK box office. Fuck, then I don't understand. That, that would be like one of these things, like if I was still working like at the cinema, that would have to be something we'd have to get and fucking keep for like a f- month because it gets that cinema going crowd that didn't go to the cinema. Mm. It gets all the folk that sit and watch like Mrs. Brown's Boys. Mm-hmm. For the comfort of the homes, they will actually most likely go out. Then it's got teenagers that like to hear like naughty words being said on screen. Yeah. So there's all that. It's like your in betweeners crowd and all this. It gets them at the house. Should have got voted off the board then. Eh? No. Been, did you not get voted out? No, I chose that. My committee stood down. No, I know. You got. <laughs> you stood down because his kidneys were going to get voted out anyway. Stood down because the kind of place was going to fucking crumble. <laughs> and you didn't want to be left with the debt. Aye. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Right. Let's all that away. Um, get right onto the film now. I think so. Right. So, Young Frankenstein from 1974, the cast it includes. It was released in 1975 in the UK. Aye, we're pretty late. <laughs> with most things you interrupting yeah. bastard fuck you uh, so the cast includes Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein Frankenstein Stein <laughs> close enough uh, Marty Feldman as uh, Igor Madeline Kahn as Elizabeth Lav- Levenzer uh, Peter Boyle as Frankenstein's monster Aye. Terry Gar as Inga Aye. Cloris Leachman as Frau Bluer. Yeah. Oh, I the fucking the horse. <laughs> horses are afraid. And uh, Kenneth Mars as Inspector Kemp. Fucking mm. uh, wooden. No, uh, wooden horn. I was going Edward Wooden Hands, but no. 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 Fail. Uh, plot. <laughs> Just shout when I'm wrong. Uh, Victor Frankenstein's grandson, a neurosurgeon, lives down the legend of his grandfather he inher- inherits his grandfather's castle and after reading his diaries his views on his grandfather's work is seen in a different light and he looks to replicate his grandfather's most famous experiment Let's see if I can fit the word grandfather in a couple more times mm. so uh, that's roughly the plot mm. um, he travels to Transylvania goes to the via, castle via New York <laughs> <laughs> on the train mm-hmm so, Andy, what did you think of Young Frankenstein? I quite liked it. It was, it's no like comedies a day where it's all like fucking shock and awe. It's like witty. Aye. Be things that if you're not paying attention, you wouldn't find funny and mm-hmm. stuff like, like that. Walk this way. Aye. And he's hobbling down the stairs like, it no, was, walk this way. And he hands him the stick. I know, it was the hump as well. It's like I <laughs> noticed that it changed and then it changed again and then he noticed it. Aye. So I thought that was it. <laughs> and now, like, fucking Mary, like, Igor's like, what hump? Aye. And he all, <laughs> just the way he says it seems almost sensitive. He's like, yeah. oh, I better not no mention it. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking one of these films that still cracked me up. Um, 
this might be like f maybe fourth, fifth time seeing it. So some of the bits that like, it could run a little long because it is maybe fifteen, twenty minutes shy of two hours. But <coughs> hundred and six minutes. Aye. So it's to the point where, like, if you've watched it enough times, it could be like waiting for the next funny bit to come up. Yeah. But it's still, it's actually a fucking really good film. Mm hmm So, me coming in today, seeing you watch this movie, was this the first time you got your hands? Aye, uh, it's the first time I've watched it, uh, Never seen it on telly before? Never. Heard of it before then? I've heard the young Frankenstein, but I never can what it was, or who was in it, or right. what kind of form it was. Aye, aye, so you just... I just heard the, the title. Mm-hmm. Aye. I think I'd call it back, like... As usual, it's always like you miss the first ten minutes when it's on BBC One or mm. something. Mm -hmm. You come in drunk one night and it's exactly it's on the daily. Dad tells you to sit down and watch this. Oh. Watch this, have you some fucking culture, you prick? <laughs> Look at that boy with the fucked up eyes. Don't watch all these fucking cartoons. <laughs> Dad, I'm nine. Exactly, you fuck. <laughs> Get in the pit like I was. <laughs> nine. So, um. I was going to say, like, on my first set of notes, on the beginning of my notes, I put in, uh, Marty Feldman steals steals the film from the beginning. But as the film goes on, everyone kind of equally steals it. Like, mm. Gene Wilder's fucking crazy in this movie. Yeah. And, like, Peter Boyle as, like, the monster, like, even though he's sort of limited, did not talk mm. all that much. But he's still, like, even just his performance through sounds and expressions is priceless. Yeah. So it's like it's actually just a really strong cast that even women do quite well in it. Oh, yeah. Women. <laughs> Fucking hell. But just tits on legs. <laughs> no, Andrew, don't come on. I don't want to edit more podcasts. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, there's no much Jewish humour, so it's cool. Really? Um Aye, so Gene Wilder. Alright. Oh, he's a fucking. I've said already that he's a crazy bastard in this, yeah. but his character's like he seems to deliver like perfect, like crazy intensity. Yeah, he's like a like a, a Shakespearean actor. Aye, and when he has to go fucking full on madman, like yeah. it's convincing as hell. Like yeah. all the shit, where like he's alive, alive, and he just keeps taking another level up yeah. and up as he gets more fucking eccentric yeah and it's just yeah he's like fucking gold in these like Mel Brooks movies like beforehand he was in uh, Blazing Saddles mm. that was like the film that was done no he shot with Mel Brooks before this yeah but most things he's in like he always seems to be a little bit of a crazy bastard but also like a genius in mm. a way like I guess mad scientist would be the easiest way to describe yeah, him, but even then Willy Wonka is kind of like that. Aye, yeah. I feel like that's just the way he has to be, mm -hmm. or that's the way he is in real life. I've seen interviews and he's like as placid as you fucking get, like just the calmest, yeah. most collected person. But when he's on screen, it's just like he's fucking accidentally ingested cocaine and <laughs> accidentally. Okay, just fucking <laughs> buries his face into a suitcase of cocaine. Yep, and just goes fucking just ah mental yeah and it's awesome mm -hmm. it's just it's, it just makes for so much 
entertainment in his films. No. Like that, um Aye, fucking Willy Wonka was like it was almost channeling like the same character well, goes on. I think Willy Wonka was later than Oh, it will be, aye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause even though this is a black and white movie, this was like Nineteen black and white by choice. Yeah, it wasn't the like, like old as fuck. Exactly, like producers frowned on them for wanting to do this. People thought, "Ah, sure, you're doing like a like a homage, a spoof of yeah. the old black and white Frankenstein movies, but just do that as a five minute gag at the start and then just go color." Yeah. But then, like, nah, it's not gonna work. It has to be black it and has white. Has to be black and white all the way through. Mhm. Mhm. Um. And it's one of these films that where they just love making these like simple gags, where uh, like Frederick and Inga uh, having the hay, like want to have a role in the hay, Aye. and it's like all these things that are double entendres, yeah. but they're not. They're also like single. It's like, it's like yeah, it's a roll in the hay, and she starts rocking back and forth like, oh, I'm rolling in the hay. Mm. Like okay, mm-hmm. and they're talking about like static energy, where it's like no thunder saying it's like atmospheric discharge mm. and it's just like again where they're just fucking linking it like they're just being naughty in a sense it's almost like would you kind of class I was going to say class it as like a, an American carry on movie but not not raunchy like they were like basically perverts in oh, those films right. eh? Yeah. Whereas, but they all bastards ah, this one just kind of gave you like a wink mm. at them being a wee bit rude yeah but, but I think that's what comedy in the 70s was all about just Aye. a wee fucking wee cheeky. Aye. It's like, oh, great knockers. <laughs> and they're just fucking. They, they, Thank you, Dr. Frankenstein. Aye, but there's fucking Mary Feldman chapping on Aye. these giant brass hoops on the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, so sometimes it's like witty stuff and making the jokes. And then it's just like, tit joke. Aye. Like, hey. <laughs> and then it's like. Even to a point where he's just pointing her cleavage at the camera at this Aye. angle. And it's like, make sure they get the joke. <laughs> But um, even I love the wee gags about like that uh, Frau Blucher, where it's like the horses uh, scream. The horses hear. Aye, <laughs> and it's just the hint is that right? There's something up with this woman. Like, what the fuck has she done to these horses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or have they what? Or have they witnessed? <laughs> so witnessed on the end of the dick. No. <laughs> yes. I just thought that maybe they're freaked out of her sitting puffing cigars, playing a violin. Nope, probably nah. her raping horses. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, obviously, I feel I can't fully appreciate the film as a whole because obviously it spoofs a lot of the black and white Frankenstein movies, like Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein, and there's I'm more positive there's more than two of them. Oh. But having not seen any of those films, it's hard to see the. Like what parts they spoof in? Like there's one scene, like one of the fucking brilliant scenes of the film is when uh, Frankenstein's monster breaks loose and he finds uh, the old blind priest played yeah. by Gene Hackman, uh-huh. and like that scene's supposed to be the exact same scene as from Fr- uh, Bride of Frankenstein. This is I watched the, the making of, so they kind of clued me in on some of it. Yeah. So it's the same with the the monster meeting the blind man. The blind man feeds him soup and gives him wine, and but they do the exact same. But everything goes wrong. Like yeah. it's a blind man. Of course he doesn't know where he's pouring the soup. Yeah. Of course he pours hot soup onto fucking Frank. Oh, the monster's crotch and <laughs> and it's always one of those scenes where I, I fucking just lose my shit. I just 
like can't help but fucking just roar and laugh mm-hmm. at his reactions where he's holding the book going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> even to the point where he like lends him his thumb yeah. to light the cigar and he's just sitting looking at his finger going ah! <laughs> and the fucking like retard strength the priest shows when they're fucking banging their fucking uh, <laughs> he breaks the fucking the, mug aye the aye they're sitting banging the tumblers together and he just fucking smashes the one in uh, the monster's hand <laughs> <laughs> but I did love like just to be characteristic where say come on let's, like, let's have some wine <laughs> and the monster's like just got the smiles like ah oh, booze fuck yeah, fucking yeah <laughs> and then they just smash it it's on and it's <laughs> looking like fuck my life <laughs> Oh, it was a bit of the end of it where he says, Oh, I've got to get an espresso. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's the sort of thing where they're just taking these old fashioned movies and just writing it as if it is modern stuff. Oh, well, that was ad libbed. Was it? Like, just... The reason where it cuts to black so quickly after he sees it is because the hills, the, oh, the cameraman, everybody just lost it. So Aye. they had to cut it right after they said it, or they would have been like shooting cameras. And Aye, shit. well, that was one of the other things they noticed. I reckon I'm stealing this a bit of trivia for you, but yeah. it's to do. It's the scene when uh, Gene Wilder's like he's got his fucking like city wife. Yeah. Who's like is all like just like a fucking Hollywood. She's like an actress almost, mm. and she goes off one way, and then he goes to Transylvania, finds Inga, they get pretty sweet together. Then she shows up. Mm. And it's when like they're all at the doors, and uh, Gene Wilder tells Igor and he's like, "Get the bags," and he's like, "Okay, you take the blonde, and I'll keep, I'll take the one in the turban," and they grabs the wife, <laughs> and they're saying the crew lost their shit. Like they had to do nine takes on that one because, uh, like, when he says that, it's like, "Take the blonde, I'll take the one in the turban." And he turns her, and she's got like a mink or like a fox, like an animal scarf. And he goes, and starts fucking biting the fox. Every time he done it, he always took a mouthful of fur. And Gene Wilder was trying to continue the lines, and he's frothing it and moving with like white fur. Yeah. And he just fucking loses his shit over and over. <laughs> and one of the outtakes they do show you on the documentary it's like he just bites and just rips one of the paws off it. Oh. And he's just smiling with his fucking animal's paw sticking out his mouth and all day just fucking crumbles. Yeah. And, okay, and Wilder just like, like, you. you and he's just like what and just walks off just fucking crying mm. but it, is, it looks like one of those films like it would just be a fucking blast to make mm. I'm sure all the like it probably would be as ma- much fucking outtakes to be the same length as the film oh, I, I can imagine them just all day losing their shit and they said the same thing about they'd have to like the cameramen would have to fucking like just try and be stone faced because there's times where the cameras just shake because they're losing their shit when they start out of living stuff and yeah. like they're usually fine because they say that all oh, the cameramen attended like the rehearsals so they knew the gags that were coming up so they could just be straight faced they knew it they're not gonna giggle oh yeah. fuck they're making shit up now I'm done <laughs> I'm done <laughs> we should have just made them wear fucking earplugs or something <laughs> just sit and watch it in silence but the guy with the funny eyes is doing is dancing about. <laughs> He's biting someone. <laughs> it's even like all his shit where like they're trying to find like they find a uh, Baron von Frankenstein's secret lab. Yeah. And it's got all the skulls on the cover yeah. on the shelves, and it's like uh, it's got all the months that have composed. Yeah, it's like three years. Three years. Then uh, counting down, 
And then it's just his head and go bah, and they would jump up. And it's like I ain't got nobody, and just start singing a <laughs> fucking song. Ah, and then, what are you doing here? <laughs> but it's weird because, like, also there's no prosthetics. That is that guy's face. That's his eyes. Uh, and like on IMDb is like a trademark huge bulging eyes was what it got bullet pointed as. Like fair enough, uh, but <laughs> the guy does like like get away with like the best gags in the movie. I think. Yeah, it does. Uh, like it's even the same when they're they're nicking the brain. And he, get, he gives them the instructions to find the brain of this great scientist. <laughs> then he, uh, when he's breaking into the lab, even like on the door, it had the sign saying, after five o'clock, please slide, like, put brains through oh. fucking post box. Oh. Or, and he puts his hand through to open the door, goes around the corner, gets a fright because his hand's staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops a decent, like he sees his own reflection, shits himself, drops uh, the drops good brain, the good brain uh. and then picks up the other one that's called Abby Normal. Oh, abnormal. Aye. And says, ah, what's the name? Ab, Abby. Abby what? Is it Abby Normal? Abnormal! Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's just so, so much fucking good, like, good things coming out of this film. Yeah. Um, even, like, when Frankenstein monster goes mad and, like, he, he finds uh, the, the show wife. Yeah. Hey, we don't say a fucking name, eh? Elizabeth. Yeah. And then it, it just turned to like a dick joke when like they're gonna have sex in the field or something, yeah. and how all women kind of something just go woof <laughs> when yeah. he lets out his fucking monster cock. <laughs> Gigantic monster face. <laughs> and um, ah, they're saying all oh, shit where like he's gonna be popular with the ladies, yeah. or he's got a giant like Ron Stuker and. <laughs> they drop all those lines but um, I think I, I mentioned here that Marty loves like him and like the fourth wall are like best friends who? like uh, Igor like him and like fucking touching the fourth like breaking the fourth wall mm. the amount of times he turns over to the camera and winks or like does fucking just jokes and just looks to the camera for like a reaction yeah like, the boy just fucking loves just Mm, he loves working. Aye. <laughs> um, for the introduction of Peter Boyle, like the giant fucking body swinging. Oh, like, <laughs> And when wow. like they're wheeling the fucking corpse away. Oh, the horn pops it. Aye, and then like <laughs> I think it was like is it not like the most fucking Scottish Aye. constable shows Aye. up in Transylvania. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. And it just keeps talking about it. It's like, your hands are chilled to the bone. Uh, and it's like, you need a good fire or a wee nip of the bottle. Fuck it, And, but, uh, when it comes, like, when you've seen him pop up on screen, like Peter Boyle as the monster, yeah. do you recognise him for much? Aye. Uh, uh, Anything other than Everybody Loves Raymond? No, no. Not watch that one? What? Everybody loves Raymond. Aye, that's where I recognise him. For. Aye. You said other than. Aye. I will shut my pass. Aye. I'll buy it then. Better. So, aye, like Anki, he, he's obviously, he's not just fucking raised dad for everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. He's Sure, he's done a truckload of stuff, but never looked. <laughs> I think I've seen him in a few films. Like this is his most like memorable film to me. Aye. Oh, his like I know he popped up in like a Sandra Bullock. 
romantic comedy uh, whilst you were sleeping and you were just like a family member like uncle number three grumpy oh, uncle number three he was in taxi driver yeah he was one of the drivers that hanged about with Bob De Niro when they were in cafes and stuff hmm. and but, Dr. Doolittle <laughs> aye right enough he was just like is he dead? yes he is dead he oh, died again a wee while ago Gonna say he's not active for a while. He's not done anything in ages. I think the bastard was dead. But <laughs> aye, um, I think I noticed. Like, also, this film's rated PG, so there's not really a chance of us getting our uh, man of the match. No. Like, obviously, I think at the very start when Gene Wilder was doing all his stuff about voluntary reaction and voluntary reactions. Mm. And they had that fucking the frailest looking old mm. man, and they'd done so. It's sort of like an acupuncture thing where they they sense these nerves in the back of his neck, yeah. so he couldn't react to being like a need in the balls. Mm-hmm. But it was just like <laughs> the line Gene Wilder pulled it was uh, "son of a bitch bastard." <laughs> like just if I say all together as one word. That's not a swear word, is it? <laughs> but that is close as we got to fucking swearing in this movie. That in the very end, where uh, the monster shakes hands with the, the inspector uh, and just pulls his wooden hands right off. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Shit! To the lumber yard! <laughs> <laughs> that was like sort of one character we've not really mentioned. It is like the that police chief. Oh, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Where he just had wooden hands and joints sunglasses and no it was an eye patch with a monocle on it ah right so like it was just like one of these other weird little characters they threw in there yeah. so I didn't if he could be referencing several other characters from original Frankenstein movies well, or maybe elements of them at least yeah. because it, it just seems awfully obscure to have this that or it's done that way just so like he doesn't look like one of like 20 normal Inspectors in these mm. black and white movies, like they gave them fucking wooden hands and the ability to be a cheating bastard at darts. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, yeah, and it's just going Aye. like, <laughs> and Gene was like, that "Great, great accuracy! What? Aye. Great grouping! Aye, and all that shit when he's uh, quizzing him for questions and he panics and he's sitting throwing darts at the window Aye. and it's like." One, two, and the third when you hear the cat go. Mel Brooks. Ah, he had to get in there somewhere. Aye. I, I was, I think I was convinced that he was. Uh, a, I think there was like a lumberjack at one point where it's the little girl was playing in the garden and the monster shows up. Then the parents are in the house, like boarding up the windows. Yeah. I thought I'd try to convince myself that, that was Mel Brooks, but I've, I've no. Physically, he was in the in the film because right. Gene Wilder said they were he refused to date of he was going to make a cameo in the film. Oh, right. Because he didn't want to take away from the, the actual thing of the film. Right. That. So that we take away from it being a spoof and make it mere about him. I, I wouldn't have seen... Like, that seems a little... How can you imagine Mel Brooks having two minutes of screen time, like nailing boards to a windy frame, mm. be a thing going, oh, let's just fucking spoil it. Why is this fucking cunt in here mm. is it was it like a Jew hating thing I don't know <laughs> I but, doubt it because Gene Wilder bound to be a Jew as well oh no aye so the payoff t- 
to like the darts scene. Like I thought that was it. They were just pissed about the darts, but then it cuts to the shot outside when the inspector drives away, oh. and every fucking tire is pierced with fucking darts. Oh. I thought it was quite clever. Oh, apparently, I never noticed it. Like, but as it's zooming out to there, there's meant to be a gargoyle that looks like Alfred Hitchcock. Oh right. <laughs> they can watch referencing it too. They just but... happen to have had one. Oh. <laughs> so let's put it in there. Um, like I mentioned earlier about the the flowers, like flowers for Helga scene, or flowers with Helga, the little girl throwing the the petals down the drain. Yeah. Then looks at the monster and says, "What shall we throw now?" And just looks at the camera, and I just imagined (laughs) her just going, "Ah, splash." But uh, they decided to go another route with the fucking seesaw. Yeah. Where he manages to launch her into the house. Yeah, she's like in bed. And for the looks, it looks like she fucking batters her head off the headboard. <laughs> like, she's fucking out. out. And of course, later on, when uh, Gene Wilder takes the monster out, like out, like to reveal it is like mm. how how cult, like how much like man he really is. Yeah. And oh, I have to think that might that must be a reference to something like. You've always seen those yeah, King, King Kong. Kong. That's what I thought. Like the public display, and like that was things we have seen in movies, like King yeah. Kong, where the light bulbs freak it out and yeah. it goes on a rampage. And whereas this one, it was like fire. He was fine. They were fucking singing and dancing. Whereas like uh, all the shit was like, like where you need to go. And there's a it's like you can't talk yet but we're working on it that was ad-libbed as well they didn't know what he was going to say and he just came out with that in the first take and they ended up just keeping it how else is he going to do but it was pretty clever because it was one point he just came out and he was like in the fucking big patient gown looking zoned out and then the light cuts in and then they're in fucking tuxedos with hats and canes and they're oh. going to be singing dance just <laughs> taking the piss of it but aye like it, then it, it kind of goes all Frankenstein at the end where there is like the monsters being chased by the townspeople yeah. and they tried to attract it back so they could do the, the final crossover yeah. swap the brains around save themselves mm-hmm. and aye I, I guess like they said they couldn't they have it finished like the normal monster movie, oh, yeah. like where I'm, I'm taking a guess, like the monster dies or falls to its death. Like they always have like, I guess miserable endings. Yeah. Like the monster is never gonna have a happy ending in monster movies. Nope. So for it to end up like having a functioning brain, yeah. a wife, a leopard skin jammies. Sitting reading the Wall Street oh, Journal. I <laughs> uh, just watched like watching it for like the fifth, sixth time. I was like, he's wearing fucking like leopard skin jammies, <laughs> and he's got his fucking hair combed down. He's got his reading glasses on. Mm. It's like that. As the as things have worked it all right, <laughs> and even in that last brain, like last transplant, I'm just imagining like he's gotten a little bit of the wild style, wild side from the monster. Like yeah. when he climbs into bed and uh, right, she, she hums the song, the song and, and he yeah. just twitches. Yeah. Like in actuality, he would have just probably dismem- dismembered her head off her shoulders yeah. and went all fucking crazy. Head. But <laughs> fuck the head. Yeah. <laughs> he needs the head as a fucking jock strap. Oh. 
then he, then he could at least fix her when he comes out his conscious state like, oh fuck right eh so bring ahead. her back bring her back alright slam her down like, it's alright you're still warm we might manage to get this <laughs> fuck it's not going to be it's clear weather for the next fortnight damn <laughs> but aye and again that wee reference at the end when Frankenstein mon- well, the monster's wife who is now shacked up with Hollywood comes out with like the Marge Simpson beehive yeah. like I'm guessing that is your Bride of Frankenstein. Sure, that's what she looks like. Aye. aye, with the fucking the lightning bolts up the side, and yeah, that's your typical. Like, I, I, it kind of gives me the feel like I should watch some of these old monster movies. Yeah. Like, they, they'll probably be better than watching maybe like Fast and Furious Seven. Like, I, okay, right, I might get more out of it aye. than I will get out of like Fast and Furious Seven. How could you not get anything out of Fast and Furious Seven? Just how. Because I'll be too busy watching it to find out which is Paul Walker and which is not Paul Walker. Well, you're getting someone here. You know, we've been watching it for rocks with massive arms. (laughs) And he's fucking. He's like fake wrestling moves on Fox 3 tables. I just need to watch WrestleMania, I get all that. (laughs) And he's wearing less clothes. Oh, yeah, your favourite. Actually, let's let's, let's move on to trivia. Aye. I don't have any trivia, so. Let's right. go back to fucking The Rock Naked. <laughs> <laughs> do you like, why do you like it? The film's written by Gene Wilder. Eh? This movie was written by Gene Wilder. Also, it was written by Mel Brooks. Well, aye, Gene Wilder writ- wrote the movie and presented it to Mel Brooks to direct. So I think it got to the point where, like, obviously they, they both done modifications as the film went on, tried their own ideas, but... It was Gene Wilder told the story where he just had the title Young Frankenstein in his head mm. and he couldn't figure out the story to go with it. Just as he's there, Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks, screen story and screenplay. Yeah, but I was going to say, for the documentary, they, they asked him the origin of the story. And it was, he was just sitting one day, thought of the idea. Yes. And when it actually, everyone came to like the idea, they got the producers, and I think Mel Brooks was the last person to come onto the project. They kind yeah. of worked it all out themselves. Right. Then brought him on, and then I imagine they done their adaptions from there to keep each other happy. Um, aye, they they presented the project to him once he was finishing the post production on Blazing Saddles, right. and picked him up at that point. Um, and all those other bits I've mentioned already about the blind man. A wee subplot was taken from The Bride of Frankenstein, and they did take half a dozen takes to complete the, the blonde in the turban sequence because yeah. they kept losing their shit. <laughs> well, the only ones I've got is um, in 1974, rock band Aerosmith took a break from a long night of recording to see this film. <laughs> Aerosmith went to the pictures. Right. Steve Tyler wrote the hit. Walk This Way <laughs> after seeing the movie inspired by Marty Feldman's first scene Walk This Way really what <laughs> like I, I need Steve Tyler to confirm this well, like that's I just that, the wee bit that's like fake. a really big coincidence but it's not like watching it and then it's like I thought it was like see like it's a song about fucking long-legged blondes walking down yeah, the street as I walk I this way as a not-fucking crippled man <laughs> with a hump and dodgy eyes. <laughs> walking down the stairs <laughs> with a small stick. 
Ah, he's like, no, it's not what I'm thinking. Is walk this way under the margin, leggy blondes, not uh, bulgy McHumpback. <laughs> bulgy McHumpback. Bulgy eyes, not <laughs> bulgy monster, monster crotch. Maybe. He's like, walk <laughs> this way with your monster crotch. Get on the floor. <laughs> Is that all three eyes are bulging? <laughs> <laughs> um, aye. Um, any other nuggets of trivia? Um, just the thing about the cat. This is Gene Wilder threw his dart off camera. The director Mel Brooks quickly screamed like a cat to create the illusion. <laughs> so I, I just imagine the sense where <laughs> that is fucking Mel Brooks screaming. He got struck by the dart when he flung it. Going, <laughs> <laughs> Gene! Turns into the car. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Don't it ever heard Mel speak? Of course he talks like a, a fucking shrieking cat. This was um, Gene Wilder's favourite film that he ever made. Oh well. Apparently. I wonder what his other ones were. Like, because I imagine he's always kind of had some sort of hand in his films. Like, um, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yeah, I imagine like him and Richard Pryor's done a lot of stuff, like collaborations together when it comes to scripts. Uh, the same, there's other ones stir crazy where they're in prison together, or uh, like there's some films I've not really, I've I've seen. Uh, see no evil, like recently I watched that one on yeah. Netflix, but stir crazy I've never seen things like that, and probably stuff we should have a look at down the line maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Black History Month, next February. What did you just say there? For Black History Month. Mine February's always Black History Month. Oh, right. So it'll like, be like could... Malcolm X and fucking... Uh, <laughs> 12 Years a Slave and Lighting Up X. with Star... Like, memorable black people. It's like Star Crazy and Nutty Professor. Yeah. <laughs> the rise and fall of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so what The fall and fall of Martin Lawrence. Big Mama's House. Oh, gee. <laughs> Big Mama House 4. Mama got more house. <laughs> <laughs> Mama did. <laughs> <laughs> Mama lost a food of diabetes. <laughs> Mama sad. <laughs> Mama eat pork chops till she die. <laughs> Sugar cures Mama sadness. <laughs> Sugar wouldn't hold Mama. No. Sugar's so sweet. <laughs> it takes care about Mama. Sugar so sweet. Mama lost her feet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go fuck all the young Frankenstein. Well, back to the trivia. Also, the Howling Wolf. Right. Sound when they were riding to the castle was made by Mel Brooks as well. <laughs> so there's two two things he was in the film. With. So that's his fucking passion. Is like directing mm. and animal sounds. Yeah. Although it was the voice of. The old old Frankenstein, where he first finds the lab, right? And it's got an old man talking there, the back in the background. That's oh. him as well. Ah, right. Playing like Frankenstein's granddad. Or something. Aye. It's him voicing that as well. Ah, well. Any other uh, nuggets? Of trivia. I don't think so. You know what they're doing now. Tell me why you know. Okay, right. For the six people I've listed... Six people? What six are these six? Well, I've split it into... It's 50-50. Right. 50% of them are dead. Oh. So, I'll tell you about the ones... I'll tell you about the dead. 
Yeah, there was dead people. Peter Boyle died in 2006. Yes. Marty Feldman died in 1982. Mm. And uh, Igor. Oh, I was. I was. <laughs> uh, he died in 1982 due to shellfish food poisoning in Mexico. <laughs> who, who would eat shellfish in, from Mexico? I don't fucking know. So, who like, would eat in Mexico? So, this is like a thing where he was on set for another film Aye. and they just ate shellfish. And him and this other guy got fucking horribly ill and his led to a giant heart attack, and that was him. Aye. Yep. Holy shit. And when I think of a giant heart attack, I could just imagine his fucking eyes just going to that little bit, like getting that little bit bigger. <laughs> his eyes actually <laughs> come out. Aye, that's the last time. But, for oh, fucking poison shellfish. Yeah, that's Montezuma's revenge. Hardcore that, style. That is fucking mm. bad way to go. He's taking you out. And uh, Madeline Kahn, who played Elizabeth, like the show wife, yeah. she died in 1999 of ovarian cancer. <laughs> in her 50s. <laughs> so. Did he put that face at me? I know, I, that's me doing the. We shouldn't really laugh as this shit, but that face makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the ones that are still living, Gene Wilder is still alive, but is no working. Yeah. His last appearance was a couple of episodes of Will and Grace. Oh, what? Yep. He was just playing like Gene Wilder, essentially. I think I remember it because like Channel Four made a big deal of it, and it, I think he was a lawyer because they're all like lawyers in that show, or one of them is. And like he was like a new boss or something, but he was just acting like Gene Wilder, like a fucking crazy man. Yeah. But that was, that was his last known appearance, I think. Last might... known appearance, so you're saying that he's making films and no telling anybody. Aye, home movies. <laughs> Fucking young Frankenstein 12. <laughs> young sexy Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his home movies. <laughs> uh, he's just being fucking crazy sex to all women. Bringing, bringing women back like, to life mm-hmm. to take it off their ass. Right. Just going about fucking just filming people making those sounds. Right. Yes, master. <laughs> no, he's literally just uh, have, making porn. Oh, right, I mean, he was like <laughs> he's in it. parked outside a fucking college fraternity, just in his car <laughs> filming <laughs> students <laughs> groaning. You're sick. And they all just come on for autographs, like, yeah, I've got a pen. This crap broke my fucking jaw. <laughs> and uh, Terry Gar. Who? Wait, wait, wait. Aye, uh, Cloris Leachman, Fran Bueller. Like yeah. the oldest one of the who I thought at that point is still alive and kicking, and she's like a fucking workhorse. Huh? She's uh, uh, currently starring in the TV series Raising Hope, so uh, she's got a role in that. She's also the granny from the Croods, like the oh, caveman yeah. animated film with Nick Cage. She was the old granny, yeah. and she still has three other movies in post production. So fucking, who's laughing now? Yeah. Outlive those you. fucking horses. Fuck you, dead guys. Right. <laughs> and uh, Terry Gar uh, was last seen. Terry Gar being Inga. Leave that motherfucking fly alone. Okay, I'll know her to fly. He wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, she she was last seen in the film Kablooey. Sure. Yep. Starring Lisa Kudrow and Scott Pendergast. That's <laughs> a film I'll never see. So that's her career ended. Yeah. So that's what they've been up to, Andrew. Yeah. Rotten in the grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Do you want to know the box office and budget for the film? Will I? I could tell you. You could. Right. So I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a budget of 2.8 million. Right. There were some arguments because uh, I think they were with Universal to begin with. They offered them the movie, but they offered them two million and nothing, not a penny more. Yeah. So they took it to Fox, who agreed on two point eight. Nice. And the film's domestic gross was eighty six million. Eighty six point three. Aye. So like that worked surprisingly yeah. well on the fucking documentary. They showed you all these people in the cinema, and all of them were wearing like. You know, you got your uh, sweater you'd wear in like a uh, primary school or high school, and it's just like a black sweater, yeah. like long sleeves. It's like a cinema filled with people all wearing these black sweaters with like I guess it was just like an iron-on transfer of the movie poster. Mm. And part of me is like a young Frankenstein T-shirt probably wouldn't be that bad, but it just like a thick sweater with a fucking movie poster printed on it, yeah. and I'll be going fucking ape shit in a cinema. Yeah, it's like wow, that was the seventies. <laughs> that, that was a thing that happened. Fucking the fucking sweat in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to awards, it was nominated for two Oscars. Oh, was it? Yep. Uh, it was nominated for best writing screenplay adapted from other material. Right. So basically, the best film that copied another film. Aye. <laughs> and it lost. Two. Godfather Part Two. I suppose that is copying the first film, isn't it? So, well, I don't care if there's another bit, because obviously Godfather Part 1 was based on, like, a, a novel. Mm. So that could have just been more novels. Mm-hmm. And it was also nominated for Best Sound. Well, with sound. the fact that Mel Brooks was the... It came up with half the sounds in the fucking film. He's the one fucking. Like, there, there was all like the thunderbolts and these effects, which I th- I'm pretty sure they maybe just pulled from like the original movies. I would imagine just to keep the authenticness to it. Yeah. But that lost out to a film called Earthquake, which one user on IMDb described as a prequel to Airplane, but it's not listed as a comedy. So it may be <laughs> a, a really shit thriller. <laughs> Um, it did win five awards from the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy and Horror. Really? Yep. It got Best Horror Movie, Best Supporting Actor for Marty Feldman, Best Director, uh, Best Makeup and Best Set Decoration. They fucking love some cobwebs. Damn right. Uh, internet's reaction? Go on then. Rotten Tomatoes rated it... 94% fresh. I didn't think I was going to get a guess. Oh, Andrew. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'll only let you guess once. Right, in future, I'll let you guess. Better. Some audience participation. Or co-host participation. Because the podcast co-host. is mostly just me talking. And then you listening. Like, you are my live audience. Well, I'm fucking... You're schooling me on some fucks. Right, so I did get 94% based on... 84 fresh and 3 rotten reviews nice uh, internet movie database right do you want to try and guess that number out of 10 8.1 is it because that's on the TV behind <laughs> me it's on the fucking TV. based on the 94,000 votes 94,156 yeah aye. 119 so, are critics ok so really that is uh, there's not really much else. Do you have anything else you want to share about Young Frankenstein? Likes, dislikes? Uh, 
No really. Mm-hmm. All right. Eh. Uh, well, I was gonna. We'll put a bow on this one then. A what? Tie a bow. Like that's it. It's wrapped. Fuck off. What's with the? You just didn't care what to say. I'm How just do you talking. Fucking do podcasts because you're fucking. Because I, I have a microphone and a computer. That's how I do them. Okay. I don't need to know words that work well. Yeah. And analogies and stuff. You need some sort of knowledge. Okay. For fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um. As I say, we could throw some shout outs at the end of this episode. I want to just highlight some of the guys that have been contributing on our Facebook page. Which are? Uh, Ian Davies, who's been quite an active fan on our Facebook page. Is he? Liking quite a lot of our posts. So I would just like like to thank Ian for that. Nice. And Heather Walker for suggesting some films for us to cover. Right. I'll put them in the bank with the rest. (laughs) Dirty bastard. I'll put them in the spark bank. Oh, fucking Bill and Ted. Dirty bastard. Can you love a bit of fucking <laughs> Keanu. Keanu Reeves? <laughs> Whoever that blonde cunt is. <laughs> so, aye, and I guess we could also send a wee shout out to the boys we, I was going to say, met in Birmingham. Birmingham. It took us to Birmingham. And Tom when we got there. Tom and his pal off the radar, Dan. Oh, him. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for the fucking... Being our guides. Uh, yeah, taking us for a cheap pint and a very rushed buffet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm quite glad we left that sixpence tip. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was thinking take on a fucking five pound tip. <laughs> I, one of them did get covered in sweet and sour sauce. So I, I uh, guess because someone dropped sweet and sour chicken on it. On it, you racist. I'm talking about the penny. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Asian man. <laughs> no! So, oh, we dropped food on the guy. No, no the fucking one with the one that we fucking did your eye with a knife. Oh, yeah, aye. <laughs> he did kind of pick my nose with a fucking knife. Yeah. That was... Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, tune in next week where it will be our discussion of Schindler's List. Shit's about to get sober up on here. Mm-hmm. and funny <laughs> and funny <laughs> yeah okay uh, fucking tune in next time please no, no juice no juice aye because you'll know like this episode hold the juice yeah fuck off tune in next week fuck you no fuck you I've had enough of all this fucking shit oh. <laughs>